scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Triple header in the MACA tonight, uh, but the news uh, comes from down the south. The SEC all but shut down. Alabama and LSU uh, canceled due to LSU's constant exposure to the virus. It's the second game of the year that LSU has already had to shut down. Alabama and LSU are at a racetrack, all right? There's no more bye weeks uh, right now for these uh, football teams. They're going to try to figure out what to do a little bit uh, later on, uh, but we're arriving to the point of the year right now. Uh, when these teams probably aren't going to make it uh, through their season. Um, we've got a lot of chaos in the college football world uh, right now, specifically in that you can play when it comes uh, to laying it down uh, on the Masters. And we're going to touch all of the bases. We're going to talk uh, football this evening as well. Ian Cameron steps up and in. Babano, and uh, we know Babano's uh, drill. Uh, Babano's not much of a golf uh, insider, uh, but uh, he poaches poaches the picks uh, that he thinks uh, that can cash. So we'll see what Babano comes up uh, with here this evening uh, as well. I would pat myself on the back for being right, but whatever. I'd hurt my I'd hurt my wrist, actually, because we're right all the time. We don't get credit for it, whatever. Uh, but we told you that Shane Bieber was going to win uh, the, uh, the Cy Young Award. We told you that. We didn't tell you Trevor Bauer was going to win. I didn't tell you Trevor Bauer was going to win. Um... I did tell you Bieber was going to win. And I, I know that George Kurtz remembers, and I'm, I'm sure Cam remembers as well. We talked about it. That division was bad. We knew it was bad going in. And uh, we knew that players are going to be able to rack up uh, some pretty fat stats in that division. And that's exactly uh, what happened. Uh, we got some action on the board uh, here this evening. And uh, late craziness uh, in the MAC tonight. But would we expect it any other way? Say what you will about this conference, man. Uh, but it delivers Western Michigan 41, Toledo 38, late craziness. Uh, Ball State beats Eastern Michigan 38-31. Uh, uh, but Eastern Michigan cover the number. Central Michigan throttles Northern Illinois, breaking it all down. The race men had Bano, you know how this is still great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Sports Rage Late Night. I am Gabriel Morenci uh, throwing it down to Thursday night uh, throwdown. Teddy Covers uh, will step up and in a little bit uh, later on uh, with uh, Straight from the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we'll see if uh, Teddy is as frustrated as I am uh, following uh, tonight's complete breakdown uh, by the Tennessee Titans. And Listen, you know, the Titans played good football in the first half, uh, but, you know, unless you bet the first half only, it doesn't matter if you play good in the first half. And, you know, the Titans 
did a lot of good things. They looked as if though they were going to win this football game. They were doing every, you know, they, they played good football. And, you know, we were pretty comfortable. You know, we had the Titans. We had the Titans tease to the over. And everything was looking good. And it, and it was just one special team's mistake after another uh, for the Tennessee Titans. And listen, you can absorb. Yeah, but the problem is, let's go back. Let's go, you know, we can go back to last year or a couple of years ago when they missed like five field goals against the Buffalo Bills. We can go back a couple of weeks ago when they missed a chip shot. Uh, they missed a chip shot against the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, that would have tied the football game late. I've been talking about this, man. You know, and when you're the Tennessee Titans and you don't blow teams out and you're going to be playing in close football games, you can't afford to have a loser field goal kicker, all right? Uh, you just can't. And, you know, Gaskowski's now missed eight freaking kicks. You almost just know he's going to miss. And, you know, the game totally changed. You know, the game totally changed. You know, I don't even know where to start with the uselessness. I don't even, I don't even know where to start. So, what, we had a 17-yard punt, basically, from their end zone. You know, the punter, it's like their third punter in three weeks. Like this. So, this, this, this loser, 17-yard punt. Like, honestly, you could, like, find a drunk dude in the stands, and he'll give you. Uh, a better than a 17-yard punt. Seven, you, you got one damn job. You're an NFL punter. You're in the NFL. Uh, I get it. You just got the call and stuff. But really, like, way to keep your job, bro. Like, you want to talk about the ultimate choke job? You want to talk about a crap-ass Thanksgiving for this loser? Like, you know, like really, 17 yards leads to a Colts touchdown. Leads to a Colts touchdown. Uh, the, the Indianapolis Colts, could have, um, you know, could have, could have scored a touch. Uh, you know, the Indianapolis Colts. It's it's unbelievable. And Philip Rivers played well, but it was a deceptive football game. The Indianapolis Colts were given one gift after another. So a shank, their offense stalls. They get bailed out, right? Because the Tennessee Titans have a 17-yard shank job. Indianapolis scores. Um, so then suddenly, Tennessee down by 10. All right instead of being able to punch it in the end zone, and that's not the kicker's fault, but still, you know, they could cut the lead to 27-20. Uh, no, no, they miss. Uh, they miss They miss the field goal. And then, you know, and then it just unravels. They miss the field goal. They have a punt block for a touchdown. So basically in a span, I don't even know what was it in football time. In like football time. And, you know, in a span of whatever it was, it felt like 10 minutes of real time type of deal. Uh, basically, the, the Titans gave 17 points away. The Titans gave 17 points away. A 17-yard shank that leads to a touchdown, a block punt that is a touchdown. Uh, and we talked about the special teams uh, and defensive prop tonight on game-time decisions. And then they missed three. That's 17 points. And, oh, yeah, by the way, they lost by 17 points. Like, think about that. Like, think about that. Two Two punt breakdowns that cost 14 points and a missed field goal. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you lost by 17 points. I'm not one of these dudes that pinpoints, like, one play. You know, people do that too often. Oh, the kicker missed, and that's why what happened. All right? The kicker's just one, you know, kickers often get blamed too much, even when they miss. It's like, yeah, he missed, but how many tackles did you miss tonight? Like, how many, how many plays did the wide receiver that you were covering get open? How many times did that happen? Right? It's easy to blame one person. 
yet uh, in tonight's instance, you know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. And Tennessee have its, uh, they have their their limits, as we see. Or, you know, their, their red zone offense is frustrating. Their play calling can be frustrating. But you, you really can just pinpoint this on the special teams. Like, the special teams coach, like, has to go. Like, it's, it's not just tonight. It's every damn week. And it's costing me money now. This is where I'm getting upset about this. It's like it's costing me real money. I lost big money on that Steeler game. And the thing is tonight, like, even if Kaskowski hits that uh, that stupid field goal, the complexion of the game is completely different. It's 27-20. It's just a different complexion. And, you know, I bet you our teaser hits. We've got the Titans plus eight. And to the over, and the over was good. And, oh, yeah, I have an in-game over 52-and-a-half. And similar to earlier, similar to, to Tampa Bay and New Orleans, it just would not go over the damn number, man. Like, the game itself went over. Right? So the game itself goes over the number. But, um, you know, we, we played an in-game over 52-and-a-half. In-game over 52-and-a-half. They're at 51. What happened? Like, two times they were inside the 10. They don't score. And, of course, they have to go for it, right? And, and that's a, you know how frustrating that is, too. Because the fact is, like, really, you know, you're down 17. It was fourth down. I get it. It was fourth and three. You knew they weren't going to convert, right? So when Tennessee goes for it, but they don't want to roll Kaskowski out there again, even though it's a chip shot and it's deflating only to cut the lead to 14, it would have helped us as far as the end game is concerned. I'll tell you that much. But it's amazing, man. A couple of hours ago, I was in a good mood watching this football game, looking forward to the show uh, tonight. And, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Not, 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 not anymore. Except, you know, it's sort of like, you know, I, I don't know why I'm surprised. I should have known deep down inside that Tennessee was too good to be true. I have to give credit to people that bet on the Colts. I have to give credit. Um, listen, we can we can talk about this. We can talk about that. We can talk about how they gave away, um, they gave away the uh, the 17 points. But the fact of the matter is, Phillip Rivers was 29 to 39 for 308 yards. The fact of the matter is, Ryan Tannehill is 15 to 27 for 147 yards. Those are just facts. And, you know, it was such a screw job for me. One screw job after another. I took Ryan Tannehill in game. There's like nine, eight, nine, eight and a half, nine minutes left. All right. So I take Tannehill in game over 182 and a half passing yards. He's at 110. He's at 110. And and on one, you know, basically on the basically the first time I get the ball back after I place the bet, he picks up like 37 yards right away. Oh, they go right down the field. You know, they, he gets to 147. And then there's a pack, there's like a penalty, and they had a big run. So that hurt me a little bit. But I'm like, all right, perfect. Perfect. You know what I mean? We're, we're at 147 right now. We're going to get the ball back again. They're going to score here. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll still cover the teaser. No, no, of course, they don't score. They don't get anything. And then and then they pull Ryan Tannehill, which was another thing that was frustrating. Like, you notice in the, in the NFL this year, like, teams just quit all the time. They didn't used to do that. You know, like, football used to, like, football's become like basketball. 
You know, like, is there anything more frustrating, like the end of a basketball game when both teams refuse to shoot because, oh, it's a blowout or whatever? It's like, whatever, dude. There's still minutes left in the game, all right? So just play until the damn like, game is over. And now in football, it's the same thing. It's like Tennessee, whatever, man. You're down by 17 points. There's like three and a half, four minutes left, and you quit. I get you don't want to get... Tannehill was getting beat up and stuff, but it's just, you, you know, it's common. We see it time and time again. Last night, same crap. I needed three more points in that Miami of Ohio and Buffalo game. And same stuff, man. There's like five minutes left. Miami of Ohio have the ball. They're even getting into the red zone. They just run the ball over and over. They just don't care. They just wave the flag. There's a lot of flag waving going on. Sports Rage Late Night continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Visit today. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Late Night Anger Management Class uh, continues. I am uh, Gabe Lorenzi, uh, throwing it down. I guess we're riding solo uh, here tonight. Uh, we're riding uh, solo. Normally, we have a video feed. Video feed, dead. Uh, normally, we have guests, uh, but uh, we're working on it. Uh, we're working on it as we speak. So it is, uh, it is what it is um, once again. So you know what? You know what? It is what it is once again. We get screwed in the um, football game. Uh, this evening. And it really is amazing, man, how I just get screwed over constantly in which we're so close. Like, I've, you get that feeling, and I've been betting a long time, man, and I never forget these games. So they back up. Like, it's like a, a log, man, like over the years. And I just remember it all. And there's like certain games, and sometimes, I don't know, and it usually happens to me. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the month of November. <laughs> all right? I, I'm not. I like December. I like January. Um, I try not to let this stuff get in my head, uh, but I'm not a fan of the month of November. I'm just not. It's always dark. It's getting cold and stuff. Nothing ever good happens in November. Um, so I, I'm sure I've been screwed over like with bad beats in the month of November over my life than any other month, too. Maybe that's part of it. But like, you know, you get the feeling like when you need points in a game, you're like, all right, I just need another touchdown. I just need, all right, I just need three points. And then you're like, oh, my God, there's an interception, and he's going all the way. And you you know deep down inside, you're like, man, if he gets tackled, they're going to screw this up. They won't score. And, and then it happens, and it's, it's happening over and over. And even though the name of the show is Sports Rage, I actually try to be a positive person. You just get screwed over in life all the time, and eventually it breaks you. So, you know, we try to be positive, yet... You know, I remember once, you know, it was like Barry Sanders game years ago. Same thing. It was against the Buccaneers. It was like on a Sunday night. I was like, man, I just need one more score. And Barry Sanders, one of the greatest backs of all time, bust one, and he pops it, and I knew. I'm like, all right, please, please. He got tackled at the one. He didn't get in. Wayne Fonts gets booed on the field after the game because they took a knee. 
And Fonts is like, oh, they're hard in Detroit. Oh, they even boo me when we win. I don't know why. Because you didn't cover. Uh, that's why. Uh, you just know. But the Sunday nighter screwed me. And then tonight, in-game, total 52 and a half. Teddy Cover steps up and in to join us. Teddy, I, you know, I can shake these losses off, buddy. But I had a piece of the Tennessee Titans tonight. I didn't understand the lie movement. I guess I'm a square and credit to the Sharps for the lie move, Teddy. But for the love of God, man, they gave away 17 points in a span of six, seven minutes, whatever the hell it was. Shank punts, block punts, touchdowns, missed field goals. That was the worst display of special teams. Um, like, honestly, I don't know if I've seen a worse display. Of special. Like, dude, it's pathetic. And it's a running story with these guys, Teddy. How you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right, but I didn't have any action on that game. so. Uh, I'm not nearly as stressed out about it uh, as you are. I apologize uh, for your loss. Look, I had Toledo last night, you know. Uh, I had Arizona State on the money line. <laughs> I had to plus the points. Oh, but, that was a bad you know, one. I mean, weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's part of what we do, man. And, and the first, sometimes like the first half hour, the first hour afterwards, I mean, you know what it's like. That's why it's, it's called sports rate, you know. You, you, there's, there's energy and anger to vent. But the beauty of what we do is that tomorrow you wake up and you're zero and zero and you get to start all over, all over again, uh, which I view as a positive. It doesn't matter how much you win or how much you lose. The next day you're always zero and zero when you wake up. And uh, I, I, I like that about my business. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, there's a saying, I don't know who came up with it, but uh, they play the national anthem every day. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, they do. Sure. And, you know, we, we get back at it. You're right. I try, and there's actually a balance of it, too, isn't there, Teddy? And I guess it's a balance in life as well, you know, not to get upset, but to shake losses off. And and I normally do, you know, but I've been getting mad. I've been getting madder. Maybe it's my own personal mood, and it's translating into my anger after losses now. But it's just frustrating. Like, I needed, like, a half more point to get the total in that uh, Saints game the other night. You know, I, you know, I had the Saints on a teaser. I just needed one more score, Teddy, like a field goal. And, like, just watching the Buccaneers, I was talking about it as you joined us, watching the Buccaneers, like, inside the 10, like, 10 times in a row and knowing deep down inside that they won't score, isn't that the worst feeling in the world? <laughs> like, like it just, like, you know what I mean, Teddy, when you need one more score for a total and they they intercept the ball and they run it and you're like, oh, God, please. And you get tackled up to two. Touchdown. Yeah, I, I heard you tell on that Barry Sanders story. And I swear to you, I kind of, I, I, I feel like I remember Remember that he game. got tackled at the one by the Bucs. It was like, oh, my God, yeah. he got tackled. Yeah. I was like, no. And I was like, man, I can't win. When Barry Sanders is getting tackled, I can't win, Teddy. <laughs> Missed field goal, stopped on downs. Yeah. I mean, what? although, I, I mean, so when, when it caught, I mean, so I, I had Toledo last night. I don't know if you saw it. Uh but it was a pretty frustrating way to lose. And it's the onside kick and then the fake spike and then the bad prevent defense and all that, you know, with a, and, and a, and a two score lead with a minute to play in a game that you've covered from the opening kickoff and you lose, you know, and, and you're like, uh, um, everyone has a moment. You have to, even doing this, you know, I've been doing this for 23 years, pretty close to every day, you know? Uh, and even after the, that, you, you have your moments. Absolutely. You know, you, you, you know, uh, I, I mean, I'm saying this uh, <laughs> facetiously, but, you know, you, you kick the dog, you yell at the wife, you do whatever, you know, you, you have your moment, uh, and then you get back down to work. And, 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 I mean, the one thing that 
that I say you've learned over the years, you know, I've learned how to lose better. You know, I don't go crazy. I don't smash my head in the wall and, you know, drive, drive it around, around town. And that's a really crappy thing to say to people. Oh, what have you learned over the years? Well, uh, I, I learned I how to lose. Uh, I know. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, I got, I got a lot of confidence in you. I'm going to buy your picks, buddy. You, know? <laughs> I feel, you can't say I feel, it, all, know, but that's know, the truth of it. I know. You know, I always tell cappers that, too. Like, we joke about money, and they're like, oh, I wish I was that rich. And I'm thinking, you got to kind of sort it. Don't tell people you're broke. You're selling picks here, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, the mortgage gets paid every month. You know, like you Vegas know, Dave and rent a Ferrari for an hour and take a picture in front of it. But, you know, there's a balance. Oh, God. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I- I- I'll leave that as a no comment. Yeah. No, no comment know. from Teddy. No, no comment yeah. from Teddy. Uh, there. yeah. oh, there's, there's no point. You know, you're beating a dead horse. But okay, on a serious note, forget and forget about my bets and stuff like that. But on a serious note, and I brought this up a couple of weeks ago, and I brought it up. It's been an ongoing thing with the Titans. Yeah, Teddy, I remember you. Know, they couldn't beat the Bills. They missed a bunch of field goals last year, two years ago. It's been ongoing. Gaskowski's now missed eight field goals. You know, the Pittsburgh game, it cost him at the end, and there was another one that it's slipping my mind, but it was like point blank. It was like, dude. Like you gotta hit that. Like you the just Broncos the game. game, week one, right? Yeah, yeah. like uh, yeah. Well, they didn't cover. They won the game, but barely. You're right. Um, no, but there was another one too. Like he's been a disaster, and I don't know. Like is he buddies? Because Vinatieri was the guy when when Vrabel was there. Because people always sort of think there's some big connection. I don't get it. Like at some point, like he's just not getting it done. It's not personal. And if you're the Titans, Teddy. You play a lot of close games, man. You you don't blow teams out, and you can't afford this. You can't afford to know that, yeah, well, he's going to miss. And it happens constantly, and I don't know what the hell's going on with their punting now. I mean, they keep bringing in guys off the street, and they're getting worse by the week, but it's a serious problem for them, Teddy. Like, I, you know, I respect the Titans, but, you know, as we see, special teams are now costing them football games. Who knows if they would have won that game against Pittsburgh? That game should have went to overtime. We never found out. So let me start with this. All right. I'm not a fan of the coach who, when the kicker misses a field goal, he gets cut the next day. You know? Yes, I get it. I it get shouldn't it. be that way. Because that's, that's, and, and that's throwing guys under the bus. And the other thing we have to remember, and people forget this every single week Thursday night football is not a good product. Okay? <laughs> they're not practiced, they're not prepped, they're not ready. The only reason we have games on Thursday night was because it was worth a fortune for the owners to do it, and that's why we have the games that we do on Thursday. You know, we never had Thursday night football in the NFL. You had a couple of games a year. You know, now it's every week, and teams aren't ready. Week in, week out, year in, year out, half the teams that play on Thursday night football aren't ready. You know, and mistakes like this happen. The Titans haven't been getting punts blocked all year. You know, what they've had is they had that a kicker that hasn't gotten the job done this year. And at this point, maybe you do cut Guskowski. I, I mean, because you, you reached the point where it was once, it was twice. Once you get to the third or fourth time where your kicker's costing you games in the same season, yeah, you're, you're looking for a new kicker. But is a new kicker any better? You know? Uh, That's the problem. It, exactly. It's no lock. Yeah. And, and exactly. Guskowski, at least, you know, he kicked that 50-yarder. You know, I mean, it's... it's there's hope, you know. I mean, he's got the strength <laughs> to kick the long ones. Uh, like you know, the new, it's, it's the new positivity. There's hope. <laughs> There's hope. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Teddy, 
That is really, man. You, you really have like been reading some some positive books. I got to give it to you. Uh-huh. You know, Teddy. I thought I turned a corner. I really did. Even in my own personal life. I don't know. Like I was on a nice run for about a year, Teddy. Um, you know, I was like, man, you know, I don't know why people sweat the small things, and you know, you just gotta you gotta enjoy every every day above ground's a good day and stuff. And I don't know, the last like last two months, Teddy, I don't know if it's like the what it is, man, but I'm right back to like, ah, oh, f off, like shut up, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Well, like, people are matter now. Everything I mean, sucks. In, like the temperature <laughs> of the world seems to have gone up a little bit. You know, everyone's a little bit walking around, a little bit madder. Uh, and, and I think it's real in our, in our social interactions, and it's real in how we feel. You know, it's just like there's a slow, you know, uh, like the heat's rising underneath us a little bit. And, and I think people are, uh, it's not just you in that regard, Gabe. Uh, uh, it's, no, you're it's right. all of us. It's a lot of uh, that are kind of losing our cool a little bit quicker. I do it too. I, I've noticed. Oh, it, no, no, you know? Maybe right. we're. All right, we're going to a break here, Teddy. But yeah, there's a lot of combinations uh, to it. And people are already flipping out socially in life. And then you throw in the fact that I bet like tons of money every night. Sports rates right now. Right <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. All right, late night anger management class uh, continues. I am a Renzi. I didn't even realize this that it's uh, Friday the 13th. Is it really? I'm not good with dates anymore. Wow, it really is. That's uh, great, Teddy. 2020 Friday the 13th. This is going to end well. No wonder I got screwed tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, so let's move forward. Actually, uh, Teddy, let's uh, let's move forward yeah. uh, right now. Uh, instead of looking back, uh, let's let's uh, look look into the future uh, here. Interesting, uh, interesting weekend in the National Football League. So let's start off uh, with the NFL. And I was wrong with this slide move, and you know, so we'll move forward because this is one of the first games that jumped off the screen at me. I was like, wow, I'm surprised. And I actually like Tennessee when they were minus two. So here we are right now on the wrong side of it. Let's talk about uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants a little bit, Teddy. We had Dr. David Chow on earlier. And yeah, the Eagles have had problems, but if people are paying attention, this is as healthy as they've almost been, right? Jeffrey's going to be back. Miles Sanders is going to be back. Lane Johnson's going to be back and playing. They, you know, the, the well, they, you know, Wentz doesn't have anybody to throw the football to, and it's actually a big game for them to separate and just sort of you know, finish this this you know nonsense in this stupid division uh, right now. They're three and a half point favorites right now. What do you think about the Eagles moving forward now they're getting healthier? So this line's only going to go up. So if you like the Eagles, bet it sooner rather than later because everyone's seeing that same injury report. You know, and, and I understand like if if the Giants win this game, they're tied with Philly in the victories column. You know, I know. Uh, and I'll game. say this for the Giants. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the, uh, the divisional home dogs in the NFL this year, home underdogs, have done extremely well. 
against the spread. We saw another one uh, on Monday night with the Jets uh, getting the money against the Patriots. It's uh, it's not every year it's like this, but so far this year, the divisional home dogs have absolutely been money in the bank, I believe. It's hitting better than 80% for the full season. So uh, that's certainly a case for the Giants. And the Giants have played, you know, I mean, they played competitive football throughout. You know, the problem's been turnovers for the G-men. And, I mean, Wentz leads the NFL in all these bad categories, you know, and interceptions and turnovers and sacks. And uh, and I don't blame him for any of it, considering what he's been working with. I, I literally don't blame Carson Wentz for any of the miserable stats for Philly. Uh, I do think Philly's a better team. But, uh, again, Philly wins this game by a field goal. They're thrilled. They're not winning anything easily. And, and even with guys back, I'm not convinced they're going to be clicking all, all cylinders week one. Uh, I don't think I'm going to step in front of that uh, home dog trend. Um, not a game that I bet, but I, I may wait until closer kickoff and, 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 and take a look at the G-men before I uh, uh, get involved with the Eagles. The wise guys, but I'll tell you right now, what Dr. Chow said was right in terms of that Philly injury report. It is better, and we've already seen a fair bit of wise guy money on Philadelphia. I expect we'll see more. That's a good point. As far as, you know, when the public starts to figure this out on Saturday night and Sunday morning, oh, look, like when they see their DFS uh, screens and, oh, Sanders is back and and Jeffrey's back, et cetera. And there is a lot of negativity about the Giants. They've been in every football game. You're right. You know, with the exception of the San Francisco game, and even that game was actually close. It fell apart like midway through the third quarter uh, for the New York uh, Giants. We've got line movement in the Buffalo game as well, Teddy. So uh, the Buffalo Bills, impressive win. You know, last you know last Sunday was one of those games, wasn't it, Teddy? Where a lot of times the obvious never comes to play, right? Oh, how does this game not go over the number? The Buffalo Seattle game, and it was like, wow, actually, after I was like, damn, that was that that was a five dime game right there. I said, all right, right. Uh, it was one of those type of deals. So every everything falls into place. So the Buffalo Bills now go to Arizona. Yet the betting market, Teddy, so who's moving this number so much? Why is the number moving so much? In which now it's up to two and a half. I'm seeing Arizona favored by two and a half. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's been in that range all week. This has been a big move. Not here in Vegas. I saw one and a half earlier in the week. I saw one and a half in FanDuel. East Coast, New Jersey, Yeah, baby. so. <laughs> so the the first bets came on the dog and the bets the last couple of days coming through. I know the markets don't like the spot for Buffalo. You know, they're coming off a couple of huge wins. You know, the, the Patriots win was a huge win yeah. in the last week where they yeah. plus four turnovers and they beat Russell Wilson. And, you know, uh, you know, Josh Allen is uh, you know, uh, a hero and, and uh, you know, the, the toast of Buffalo. And now, oh, by the way, you got to travel to Arizona and take on a Cardinals team that just lost a heartbreaker and they're frustrated and they're hungry and, and then Buffalo's got the buy after this. So uh do you remember the game that the Rams played against the Dolphins? Yes, sir. Where uh where LA was again, it was a, a, con, a kind it of a comparable debut. spot where LA was off a couple of big games and they had the one game before the bye and they had to travel across the country and they led ten nothing and then lost twenty eight to ten and made all these mistakes and it was defensive scores and special team scores and Goff messing up. And it, 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 the markets are looking like that for Buffalo. You know, uh, that, that's where the Buffalo money, uh, the uh, Arizona money is coming in. It, they, they don't like the spot at all for the Bills. Are you scared off by the total up to 56 and a half? Is it too, you know, I, I use the expression, you know, you never rob the same bank 
two times in a row. If you're a bank robber, they mix it up, uh, right? What about going back to the window with the over in a Bills game here against the Cardinals? So May- Arizona's defense isn't Seattle's defense. All right, Arizona's got a red zone defense. I think they're number two or number three in the NFL in red zone defense. And if you if you, if you want to point a finger at Buffalo and what's the weakness this year, you know, what's the weakness? And it's been that way, you know, not game in, game out, but more than once or twice. Uh, the Bills have had their problems in the red zone. So uh, I, I, I'm not inclined to bet this one over. I mean, and look, Arizona's an over team. At the same time, if you play zone against Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray just dumps it off again and again and again, you know, uh, and, and they don't hit big plays downfield. And it's yeah. just, you know, it's Arizona going on these, you know, 14 plays, <laughs> five-minute drives that, uh, that that you don't think of uh, from a Cliff uh, Kingsbury offense. So, no, I'm not inclined to play this one over. Uh, take your money, keep it in your pocket. And how about them as well? Man, kicking is just so erratic in today's National Football League. I'm with you too, Teddy, and I actually talked about it in the opening that I never, like, I don't even blame Chris Weber, bro, for that loss. And Sky, you know, like Norwood. And I'm a hardcore Michigan and Bills fan. Like, blaming Norwood for the Super Bowl loss is one of the stupid, oh, Norwood, Norwood. No, Otis Anderson, Otis Anderson. The Bills had the ball for 19 minutes. That's not Scott Norwood's fault. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it wasn't Scott Norwood's fault the Bills couldn't get off the field and stop the Giants' ground game. It wasn't Scott Norwood's fault that Jeff Hostetler hung on to the ball when Bruce Smith murdered him in the end zone, and it was a safety instead of a fumble and a touchdown, right? You know, Chris Weber, bro, Michigan were losing when he called the timeout, Teddy. You know what I mean? It's funny how people will blame Bill Buckner. How, you know, people think that was the World Series. It wasn't even Game 7. <laughs> like, they played again. Bartman, they played again. Like, people always have that scapegoat. But with all that being stated, kickers do suck this year. And for what it's worth, I still blame Bill Buckner. I still blame Chris Weber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, me too. All Weber but had I to do was toss it to Jalen, dude. You make that kick, bro. It was only 47 yards, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then, I mean, Norwood, look, the, 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 Bills, the Bills didn't bring their A game for that Super Bowl. They didn't. No, they, they didn't bring their A game for any Super Bowl. <laughs> Thanks, Teddy. Sorry. I'm going to laugh. <laughs> Uh, All right, so uh, I wanted to ask you. So, you know, it's funny. Blast from the past. The Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills 7-2 for the first time since 1993 when they won the Super Bowl. When they went to the the Super Bowl. Yeah, keep dreaming. Yeah, yeah, thanks. When they went to the Super Bowl. um, That was the one they were leading at the half, too, against Dallas. It just fell apart. I I remember. I bet on them at halftime. Yeah. Uh, And Thurman Thomas lost his helmet. Um, But I was talking about this. In those days, the Dolphins were good, the Raiders were good, uh, the Bills were good, and now suddenly, don't look now, we talk about it, you know, people sort of think about New England, but if you're Buffalo, if Buffalo lose this week and Miami win this week, they're one game behind the Buffalo Bills. It's almost old school, Dolphins and Bills. We sort of thought that these you know, were the new wave of the division. So Tua's been, Tua was great. They dodged the bullet with Gonzalez missing that field goal, uh, Teddy. You know, I'm interested in your take on this. And, you know, you're you're in the West Coast, so, and, you know, the Chargers are West Coast team, et cetera. But short prices all the time for the Chargers. And all they do is just find ways to lose football games all the time, Teddy. One week after another. Yeah, there they were last week. The point spread at one. 
against a Raider team that find ways to win football games. Is this, what do you think about the Chargers and Dolphins? Is it asking too much for the Dolphins to win five games in a row? So Miami is absolutely positively a one-way team for me. All right. I've been riding this Dolphins. I had them against the 49ers when they went in the Rams. I had them in that game against the Rams uh, where they blew out the Rams in Tua's first start. I had them last week against Arizona uh, where Tua you know, played a good game. And their defense got picked apart and they still won. You know, this is a good team. And they're getting better every week, and they have a defense. And right now in the NFL, that's what I'm looking for. It's been an offensive year. The teams that can get stops are the teams I want my money on down the stretch. Miami's that kind of team. And the Chargers, uh, yeah, I mean, you, the wise guys love them some L.A., man. Woo-hoo. All the time. Their statistical <laughs> profile is so pretty. And Herbert's got all these numbers. And they're due to beat somebody sometime. Okay, not with my money. <laughs> Miami or pass yeah. for me. Uh, Teddy covers. All right, Teddy. Let's uh, let's jump into the uh, any NFL you want to share. An NFL, any other NFL game you want to share, or let's jump into some college. Let's talk a little college. I mean, I, I really want the Stafford to get announced he's going to play, so I can buy, I, I can bet on Washington again. Um, uh, what? Yeah. One thing I'll tell you about. Um, yeah, about that, too, with uh, Dr. Chow said the Steelers don't buy into any of the, the COVID stuff, that they're all going to be good to go. And, uh, you know, he's not concerned with Ben's health either, just for the record, throwing, throwing it out there. It's just, too, the Bengals have only lost by five more than once. But, all right, so college football. Uh, Boston College, Notre Dame, 13 and a half. You know, you talk about spots and traps. Uh, this is the classic, you know, trap, post-big uh, post game letdown, or is it, Teddy? So it's supposed to be, all right? And BC's been a real spicy <laughs> out this year. And I'm certainly not going to lay it with Notre Dame in this game, given the spot for the Irish. That said, you remember these teams last year? I remember the game last year. It was 40-7. to seven. It wasn't that close. You know, yeah. the Boston College offense did not work against Notre Dame defense. And maybe it'll work this year. You know, we have seen a fair few close meetings. But there was a notable class difference between these two years, between these two teams 12 months ago. And that concerns me enough not to take the points with BC. And it's the only way I can play it, uh, but I'm not playing it. Uh, this Indiana team, uh, you know, ranked 10th in the country right now. You know, they, they're surprising, uh, surprising people. They're like seven and a half at, at Sparty. And of course, our Michigan Wolverines, uh, Teddy, getting four and a half uh, right now. So we look at about 20 seconds left here. What about Indiana? We'll get to the Wolverines on the other side of the break. What about that Indiana game with about 15 seconds here? I could only take Michigan State plus the point. Look, Indiana's not the 10th best team in the country. They're not a team that we trust to win by margin on the road. And the Spartans off an embarrassing loss. I think they bounced back. Teddy covers wager talk. Sports memo in the house. All right, we're getting on track here. A couple more minutes with Teddy. Late night anger management class continues.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night. It hasn't been a wild, uh, wild level one of the show so far. Flown by, as always. A couple more minutes uh, with the great Teddy Covers. Kicking it with us in Las Vegas, Nevada. You can find him over at wagertalk.com, sportsmemo.com, wagertalk TV over at uh, YouTube, or wherever uh, you watch uh, your videos. So uh, you're talking about Sparty going into the break. Let's talk about uh, the Wolverines. Uh, so what do you what no. do you make of Wisconsin? That they played that one game, they blew out Illinois, and they haven't played since the since that week one of the Big Ten, and uh, on that Friday night. So what what do you make of this football game? Because it's crazy. Every week Michigan underachieve. Every week they lose, and then every week the point spread is short. And every week everyone I talk to likes Michigan. <laughs> so what what's what's your take, Teddy? Not my mind. I mean, to me, it's an impossible game. I mean, it really is an impossible game. I have no idea what to expect for Wisconsin. I don't know if we see Wisconsin. I mean, week one, Wisconsin looked pretty freaking good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, they look top ten. Uh, do we see that tomorrow uh, after a three-week layoff, you know, with the QB sick and everything? I don't know. Michigan has looked – I mean, they've been – I can't say outclassed, but – They've looked awful, you know? I mean, there's no sugarcoating what the Wolverines looked like last week and what it looked like the week before. Both sides of the ball, a defense that's getting gashed, an offense that's not getting first downs. I don't trust Michigan, but I don't trust Michigan to hang with a good team. At the same time, Michigan's talent level is good enough to beat anybody. You know, they shouldn't be five-point home dogs to Wisconsin. Would I be surprised if the Badgers win by three touchdowns? No. Would I be surprised if the Wolverines win by three touchdowns? No. Easy pass. What a frustrating team. All right, Teddy, I bet it, we, you and I talked about it. We bet against Clay Helton, but what about this week? What I don't know what to expect from Arizona. I mean, they lost seven straight games to end the season last year. So I remember betting on Arizona against uh, USC last year, and I won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, too, actually. You know? I did, too. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, I mean, it, they, they were never in the game. They were outclassed on both sides of the ball. And the fact that the Trojans won that game last week, again, you know, you're supposed to cash your Arizona State money line ticket. And what we had, we cashed plus the points. But uh, the fact that USC won it and the way they won it, they played crappy and found a way to win, sometimes that's a positive sign moving forward. Trojans are passed for me. Uh, You're right. You're right. All the Clay Helton stuff doesn't mean I'm going to bet against them every week. And I almost thought, I was like, oh, 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 14 and a half. Then I'm like, you know, Arizona do suck pretty hard. Uh, actually, all right, we got less than 30 seconds, Teddy. College pick you want to share with us we didn't talk about? Uh, yeah, yeah, so um, let's stay on the – there's a bunch. I didn't have one planned. Uh, <laughs> oh. Ole Miss. Ole Miss over uh, South Carolina. Okay. South Carolina's a quick team. Yeah. All right. Teddy Covers, he'll have more time to talk on his own show. Wager Talk uh, TV, Wager Talk, SportsMemo.com, the great Teddy Cummins Sports Rage Late Night continues. Bring it. 